Uh, my guest on tonight, I'm so excited to have her on tonight, is uh, Attorney Carrie Donica. Thank you, Carrie, so much for being on Canada Girl Speaks podcast. And so why don't you tell the listening audience a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm a dear friend of Barbara Kelly's for 100 years, and she and I served on the Corsicana ISD school board together. I'm a lawyer in Corsicana. I'm the immediate past president of Texas Criminal Defense Lawyers Association, which is the largest organization of criminal defense lawyers in the country, maybe in the world. I don't know. Anyway, it's just been a great honor, and and we've we've suffered. We've done it all through COVID, which everybody knows is craziness. And uh, Barbara and I are lovers of Corsicana and lovers of um, everybody in Corsicana and our, our such optimists about everything. Yes, and so the reason why I wanted to uh, bring uh, Carrie on is because we all know that we lost uh, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg on the 18th of this month. And so I was like, you know what, I really wanted to talk to somebody that I felt like, you know, would, um, you know, say something, you know, uh, positive about uh, Justice uh, Ginsburg and also what the, what she meant to them. And so I asked uh, Carrie, because she's been an attorney for over 30 years, to come on the podcast, and she so graciously accepted to be on the podcast. And so, Carrie, uh, let's start the conversation with who a Supreme Court Justice uh, Ginsburg meant to you. Who does she mean to you? As far as you being a local being an attorney for over 30 years, what does she mean to you? Thank you, Barbara. For so here's here's what I have got to say about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Of course, we call her RBG. I mean, she's so important that you don't even need to say her name; you can just say her initials. Yes. So this is a gal who who started born in '33. She started trying to get into practicing law back in the early '50s, and everybody was just shooting her down. And she was the smartest woman in the room. So she, she met and married Marty uh, Ginsburg, and they had a baby. So, so this is a gal who was a mom, a wife, a lawyer, and then her husband got cancer. So she was doing, in the 50s, she had a baby at home. She was doing her work, his work, Harvard Law School. She was doing her work, his work, raising a kid, and being a wife. I mean... And so she wanted to get on the Supreme Court. She wanted to she wanted to do something federally, and everything she kept doing, she kept getting shot down because everybody was like, "No, we don't need a woman doing this." And I and read everything. I've read everything. Getting ready to talk to you guys tonight, I've read everything about what was happening with her. Yeah. So Barbara, think back, and I don't tell me Barbara about your upbringing. Was there ever a time that you felt that somebody thought you couldn't do something because you were a woman or because you were African American or? Well, for me, you know, I, you know, with where I work at in, you know, the law enforcement field, you know, what I do is that it was always, you know, kind of so, you know, so male dominated, and so I've always worked, you know, in, you know, for over, you know, thirty something years. I've always worked in a kind of like a male-dominated, you know, field. And that's you know, the way she was. Yes. And so, uh, 
you just kind of like, you know, like you got kind of like got used to it, but then you started seeing the changing of, you know, I didn't, we didn't have as many, we didn't have, I, you know, I'm a dispatcher, but we didn't have as many, fe- we, didn't, we didn't really have any female, we had some female police officers, and so uh, I, I, I was used to seeing a few, you know, a few police officers. Now, for you... Walker, that's exactly what she was experiencing. Yeah. yeah. And, and he, so she's this smart-as-hat woman. And they're like, I mean, those are Harvard Law School. And they're like, they're wanting they're wanting uh, women to work on the court. And they're like, okay, well, uh, they're not wanting women. They're like, send us somebody who's smart. And they're like, well, all we have is women. Cause, and there were some wars going on. Yeah. And, and some of the judges are like, we don't want women. They're not that smart. And then, so then... And and then RBG starts getting involved, and she's like, "Oh, hell to the no, no, no! We're not gonna, no, 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 no! We're gonna play the game." So she starts looking at things and looking at what they're doing, and so she starts representing women and saying, and, and she one of my favorite cases is she she represented a man. So one of the cases she represented a woman on was. Uh, um, you know, they said women didn't have to serve on juries. Women could just call and say, "No, I don't. I, I, I don't want to be in a jury." And they were, and they were like, "That's not right. We can't just say." So they had a jury panel that was made up of like a hundred men and three women, and that, and the the Supreme Court said eight to one. Said, "No, no, no. We're not doing that." And then the case that she, one of the cases that she was involved with that I, that was so great um, on her on her movie um, I can't remember the name of it. it was on the on the, the basis of sex. sex on the basis on the of basis sex because yes. I got a chance was to watch it this where weekend. Where the guy? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Where the guy was, you know, he, they were like, "No, you're you can't get any uh, social security benefits because your wife shouldn't have been earning fifty percent of the income." They're like, "What?" Yeah. Yeah. It was nuts how they the the differentiation that they made between and that decision was five to four. I mean, yeah. what in the yeah. heck was wrong yeah. with our country? Yeah, that we said, yeah, men and women should be treated differently for so long. And and and, and Barbara, I got to tell you. So here's what I've done the last week. Of course, I when I saw that RBG had died, I was brokenhearted. But I, so I've been asking my friends, my friends who are liberal, conservative, Republican, Democrat. So here's what everybody says. Women say. So my friend Charlotte Allen, you know what she says is, Carrie, I couldn't have gone to A&M. Yeah. Except for people like Ruth Bader Ginsburg paving the way. My dad, my parents, back in the 50s. My dad went to A&M. My mother was a year behind him. She couldn't go to A&M because women couldn't go to A&M. Oh, wow. No. Wow. So she had to go to Baylor, which, God, you know, sick of bears. I'm okay with that. But here's the bottom line. My mother couldn't go to A&M because women couldn't go to A&M. Because only men could go to A&M. Oh, wow. And it changed everything about that. It, it, Ruth. Bader Ginsburg changed that completely, and she said, "No, no, no, no. We're not going to allow. We're not going to allow that." Who changed the lot? And she, Virginia Military Institute, is the one that she changed. It wasn't A and M. It was the Virginia Military Institute that she said was her most rewarding 
case where she said, no, 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 we're not going to say women can't be admitted to a military institute. We're not going to allow that. If she qualifies, she can go there. Can Can you imagine, Barbara, in our lifetimes that we actually had that happen? Uh, well, I believe it because, you know, with, with women, you know, with women's rights and all that, and it took her to step out there and say, we have to change. And so you being a local attorney, you being an attorney, and you being an attorney for over 30 years, I mean, you know, as far as, you know, being an advocate for gender equality and women's rights, I mean, how was it for you being a female attorney, you know, in the early years, how was it for you? Did you seem to always have, you know, pushback or, you know, oh, you're a female, you know, you can't, you know, you can't be, you know, it just, did you have some, any type of, you know. What a, that's a, that's a great question, because I can tell you, I can remember standing inside the bar, Barbara, wearing a suit, inside the, wearing a suit. Back in the day when I would wear suits, now we, of course, now, you know, hey, we sit in yeah. our houses, but, yeah. but I never was a big suit wearer, but I was wearing a suit because I was a very young attorney. And I remember a, a, a gentleman walked up to me and he said, are you the court secretary? Oh, wow. And I was like, mm, no, sir, I'm a lawyer. Or I can remember another occasion when I worked in the DA's office and the gentleman called and he said, I need to talk to a lawyer. I said, I am a lawyer. He goes, no, I want to talk to a real lawyer, a man lawyer. Oh, wow. I mean, that's in the 80s. That's, Barbara, that's not that long ago. That's not that long ago. So do you that find... Do you find society now is more open to female attorneys and, you know, we have RDG, you know, she made the, you know, she made the stand. She, she had a, had a lot of laws change, women's change. And so do you find more females, you know, more young ladies? Oh, I think she changed everything for us. Yeah, so. I think she changed everything for us. She made everybody look at everything differently. I mean, yeah. she just. And, and, you know, here's how she did it, though, Barbara. I mean, she talks about, if you read anything about her, you'll see. She talks about her mother, mm-hmm. her mother-in-law, and she talks about how they told her. You can't win people to your side being strident. I mean, that, that's not their words, but, I mean, they just said, you can win people to your side. You you're, you can catch more flies with honey than with vinegar. Yeah, so so there's a quote that I that I found that she quote that she said she said my mother told me to be a lady, and for her that meant to be your own person, be independent. That was a quote that uh, Judge Ginsburg, you know, said. Don't and you so, don't you love that, Barbara? Because yes, I mean, yes. that's a hundred percent right. You can and be so, nice, but you yes. can also still state your opinion. So what? So what are you doing, uh, Carrie, to help other young ladies? You know, be independent, be, you know, be their own, you know, not, you know, because we have transitioned over the years where we're not, you know, a lot of our women are not at home being housewives. You know, if, they, if that's what they choose to do, that's their choice. But, you know, we're, you know, some of the, some, a lot of our young ladies now are being independent, you know, getting out there, having careers on their own. How are you encouraging that to our other, to our young ladies that are coming up? That's our brother's Well, of course, I, I, of course I'm, I, I'm like you. I, I want to encourage all of them, and I want every woman to do what she wants to do. I mean, if you want to stay home, that's okay with me. If you want to not, uh, hey, and if a dad wants to be the stay-at-home dad, that's okay, too. I don't know that it's any different, do you? Yeah, yeah, no, no. So everybody gets to stay home if they want to. Yeah. I, I'm never, I would never, 
course, I, if if I if you tell me I couldn't go to work every day, I would be I would be crazy. Yeah. So I, here's what I want to do, and I've got so many young women, Barbara, that are lawyers and that are not lawyers that I'm trying to encourage right now to be all they can be and to stand up for themselves and to stand up for their clients and to be brave women and do their own thing. There's nothing yeah. wrong with doing your own thing. Or yeah. if you want to stay home and raise your children, that's okay too. Yes. Yeah. No, nobody's ever said that's not that's not a viable option. That's true. If that's okay with your family, you do it. Otherwise get up. Go to the work every day. I get up and go to work every day. Yeah. So what kind of legacy do you want to leave uh to what you know what, what do you want to leave to you know to the society, you know? What do you want? What do you want them to say about Carrie Donica, as far as um, you know what you did for our, 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 the community, and, and you know because you have been you were the past president of the Texas Criminal Justice Lawyers Association. So I mean, you set you have set the bar. You know, you set the bar for a lot of other lo- you know local female attorneys. You know, you know some of the younger attorneys they're looking up to you. So what kind of legacy do you want to leave? Wow, what a great what a what a question that makes me just want to halfway ball I want to be I want to say that I cared about all of you I cared about all of my lawyer friends all of my non-lawyer friends I wanted all of you to do the best you can be but I also I've got an agenda that I want all all of us to be better than we have been and not let's stop all of the let's stop all of the that's going on right now yeah Let's 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 be better. But that aside, let's just let's leave politics aside. I want to I want to say that I loved my other criminal defense lawyers, and that I gave them a I gave them a safe place. And and I'll tell you, Barbara, I talk to most of them weekly. I mean, we are we have a tight knit community. Mm. We, we love each other, and we are trying to defend the rights of people who are accused of crimes in Newberry County, and, and we don't put up with a whole lot of baloney. So we have, a, we have a great relationship with each other, and we take care of each other, and I want to defend the rights of all the citizens accused. I'm going to tell you, watch, it, watch the movie Outcry. Outcry, yes. Outcry. Uh, it will teach you how it can happen if you don't have people like us yeah. that defend each other and represent each other and take care of each other and make sure that people are not allowed to be taken advantage of. Yeah. So, so I, I mean, I love, no, I was just going to say, I love my brothers and my sisters, my fellow criminal defense lawyers in New York County, and I'm telling you, Barbara, we are tight as can be. I mean, Kathleen Cameron, that little old girl, oh, my Gosh, I love her. So we got Michael Hayden, Sarah Keithley. Yeah, Keithley. That's good Michael to hear. Hayden, Michael yeah. Crawford. I mean, we are. I can. I can name them all. We that's are good. tight as tight can be. And, and that's good to hear, Carrie. I mean, in our community, in the community, and the listening audience, they need to hear that because a lot of times you don't see that. You don't see that in out in the. You know, I guess in the atmosphere. So that's good to know from a you know from you, you know, a, 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 one of a, a, an attorney say that. 
And so I want to leave, I want to leave our conversation with this quote from uh, Justice Ginsburg because I was just like, oh my goodness. And it, it, the quote oh, says, tell me. Women, women, women will only have true equality when men share with them the responsibility of bringing up the next generation. And that's what it's about, Kelly. That's what it's about for you, for you know your, you know your, you know your other your other attorneys. Is that it's up to you guys to bring up the next generation. And, and let me just say this to you, Barbara. And watching my son raising his son, and when you say that, I, I'm going to tell you, my son and Ashley, my daughter-in-law, that's what they're doing. That yes. is, so when you say that, it makes my heart happy because that's what they're doing. Is they are, I mean, and they both are, but they are raising their children together. I mean, yes. my son is making an imprint on his kid, on my babe, my Brooks, just like Ashley is, just in a dad way. Well, Carrie, thank you again so much for accepting the invitation to be on Cannon Girl Speaks podcast. I always give my guests an opportunity to uh, give a shout out to anybody they would like to out in the listening audience. So I'm going to give you the opportunity to give your shout out. You know, the only shout out I have is to Brooks. You know that. Uh, My Brooks. What is he going to call you? KK. So yesterday he had his first food. He had had, uh, avocado and today he had banana. Oh, wow. And he, he, neither one of my sons eat banana. Oh, wow. Love banana. Love bananas. That's good. Well, Carrie, like I said, thank you. Yes, yes. So thank you again. Thank you, Jack. I can't thank you, I can't thank you enough for accepting the invitation because I know that you're a very busy person. And so I just wanted to get you while I could get you. And just thank you for the, the words about uh, Justice Ginsburg. You know, she left a legacy. I know you'll leave a legacy. And I just, you know, you just keep, you keep doing the things that you're doing. You know, our young, our young ladies, they see you. And I know that they look up to you. And so you just keep uh, shining and that. keep working hard and for the right time. Thank you for asking me to speak about, about, about Judge Ginsburg. What a blessing. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Well, to my listening audience, thank you again for supporting Canada Girl Speaks podcast. And like uh, I always say, you know, at the end of my podcast, continue to stay safe and uh, just continue just to do the right thing. So with that being said, have a good night.